Talks, a chat with Finance Malta, is the podcast series that gives you short, thoughtful and regular insights from leading experts of the financial services industry. I'm Vanessa MacDonald. Welcome. Welcome to another of the series of FinTalks from Finance Malta. I'm Vanessa MacDonald and today here with me I have Gabriela Borda, who is the lead climate finance and sustainability partner at Avena. Gabriela is well known for her, uh, you know, her, her passion for anything to do with climate. And what we're going to be talking today is about the blue economy and perhaps more specifically about financing the so-called sustainable ocean. Can we start by explaining a little bit? I mean, we've, we, we all know quite a lot about the green economy and we even have green bonds which have been launched. But a blue economy? What is that? Are we going to talk about blue bonds. We'll get into that later on. But let's start with a little bit of information about the blue economy. What are you trying to achieve through sustainability? Uh, So when we talk about sustainable development, we also look at the oceans. That's always been uh, an objective of, um, uh, if you look at the Fit for 55 package, for example, if we look at the EU taxonomy, so it is very important uh, that we do um, preserve our oceans. It's one of the um, sustainable development goals as well. So basically, any project that can prove to be sustainable would also fall under the sustainable finance umbrella. We've been uh, perhaps more uh, accustomed to hear about the green finance, and green finance sometimes even supported projects related to the ocean. But then we started to categorize, including in, uh, launching social bonds, for example, or sustainability linked bonds. And here we have another, let's say, term, which is ocean finance, sustainable ocean finance, that is more related to another term that has, let's say, maybe been, um, um, it is the baby. Of, of also, you know, sustainable development, the blue economy, and uh, a sustainable blue economy. So whatever you have to do from now on, it has to take into consideration sustainable development, as we already have a lot of problems to deal with, and that is what we need to now solve and reduce any negative impact that might lead to bigger problems in the future which would then I am ultimately be born by our future generations and that is what we don't want. Now obviously when we talk about uh, blue economy and sustainability, a lot of people would immediately um, think about the fish stocks and things like this. Obviously what we're looking at is sustainability in a very different way. What you're looking at is much more um, with regards to pollution and technology and so on and so forth, I understand. Well, you mentioned fish. It is also part of that. So if we, have, if we want a healthy ecosystem, you know, you need to take into consideration everything. So there are also projects related to sustainable um, uh, fish stocks. There are also so. So you would, might one of that, the projects could yes, be, for example, be, research and would, development. Yes, mm-hmm. that would fall under this category and would also qualify, you know, to be um, a project for, um, for example, would would make use of funds raised by a blue bond or by a product that is offered by one of the financial institutions such as banks. Um, um, to sustain, you know, sort of this this project, and that would also be 
part of the sustainable finance then uh, section category of their portfolio. So that is part of it, but not only that, yes, there's a lot of research and development that can take place. There's also uh, support that needs to be given to certain stakeholders, such as, for example, port operators. They also need to uh, make sure that they are decarbonizing their operations, that they can offer sustainable services to their stakeholders. And their stakeholders, for example, could be cruise uh, liners, you know, operators of cruise liners. In fact, we do have a very good project here, uh, that is the shore to ship that, in my opinion, that would incentivize, you know, operators to make use of ports that would have uh, such a service, especially if you can guarantee that the energy mix used to, you know, sort of um, um, in, in the uh, when providing the uh, and the electricity to the to the cruise liner is low of low carbon so it is a system in, in a way you have to look at the whole system but that is why it is important that at this point in time stakeholders of this maritime um, industry get together to understand how they can collaborate and that is why we have one of the goals that is partnership for the goals because it is very complex the whole sustainable development you know agenda and you would need to collaborate to partner if you want to succeed and achieve in this it's interesting that you mentioned uh, cruise liners there are last year there were 309 cruise calls so you're talking about quite a lot of ships and obviously Malta already has quite a connection if you like yes. with the maritime industry after all we've got one of the largest flag registries mm-hmm. uh, in the world in the world so we already have a lot of shipping companies that are well aware of of uh, Malta and its role so are we only talking to financial services? You mentioned blue bonds, which would be a completely different um, sector as well. Are we talking about carrots or sticks to try and get people to change their behaviour and, you know, using investment? Because as we know, yes. money talks, as we, as we explained with the green I bonds. I think it would be both. And as you well mentioned, yes, we're already quite established within the maritime industry. And we have a lot of professionals as well. So it is, um, for me, it is a sector that is very important. The um, employment taking place within this industry sector also is aligned, I think, with what we would be needing, that is high quality jobs and it's more service based. We already have these professionals within the maritime industry. We would need more, you know, um, maybe professionals when it comes to sustainable finance and specializing specifically in this area. But we already have, in my opinion, the building blocks already, they are there. So we have very good and strong foundations in order to tap into this, uh, this sector and position ourselves into specializing, you know, um, providing and helping this industry which would not necessarily be only based here in Malta because shipping can't be yeah, of course they go all over the place yes and, and by, by definition are, but we should always focus
focus on the, on the role of sustainability and um, how we can incentivize operators to become more sustainable. One of the, uh, the sticks, if you like, is the emissions trading scheme, mm-hmm. because obviously they are trying to encourage uh, shipping companies, etc., to be cleaner yes. um, by investing in new ships and so on. So clearly that would be one of the investment opportunities that people would have, you know, to sort of try and encourage funds to, which could be used for cleaner ships, for example. But is the emissions trading uh, scheme of any interest to us? Of course. Um, and I think, as you will um, explain it, yes, it is a tax. Or I wouldn't really, uh, apologies, really, I don't use the, t- the word tax because it is, you would buy allowances, so you wouldn't necessarily be paying it. If you, for example, um, intend to invest into cleaner technologies, because then you would reduce your emissions, and in that case, you would buy less emissions, less allowances, and that is the objective ultimately. So it does make sense to have it there if we really want, you know, operators all over the world, and especially if we are focusing here in 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 Europe, and this makes sense because. In the end, if you're emitting, you're also creating pollution. So it is also affecting our health. Um, Then, however, I can, yes, it is true that that would be a cost and that cost will be passed on. And this is where we need then to use the um, funds that would be ultimately um, created by this emission trading scheme and Malta as a country would also, you know, be benefiting from this income, if you want to call it like that. It is how we're going to use that. And um, it is also up to the government uh, to have policies designed specifically to incentivize sustainable development in the oceans. What kind of policies could you have? Again, would they be carrots or would they be sticks? Because I mean, with the financial services... Yes institution, um, you can have a, a lower interest rate exactly. if the project yes, falls that. within that. Yes. But you could also do it as a as a, a carrot, if you like, on the other side, maybe fiscal policy, I fiscal don't know. Fiscal policy is a good instrument. It's a, it's a, you can use that tool in order to incentivize operators to be more sustainable. So you can, you know, sort of make use of fiscal policy to attract foreign investors, but Obviously, they have to qualify um, uh, under the, the blue, you know, sort of economic principles. So, the, in the end, the projects need to be sustainable. So, you're looking at really a whole new ball game here, even though Malta is obviously very associated with uh, the maritime sector. You're talking about going one step further now, aren't you? Yes, because the potential is very big in this case, sort of, here we have, uh, we have already established an exclusive economic zone as well, so we are already looking into, you know, attracting uh, foreign investment, and the financial services will play a role, because in the end, nothing will happen unless uh, these projects uh, find, you know, the financing required so that they take place. But there seems to be a real um, hunger for putting, especially from investors, even, mm-hmm. you know, down at that level, for them to have their money placed somewhere where it's going to be used for good. Yes, because for, there are several mm-hmm. regulations pushing towards that. Yes. And this is, so the demand is this, yeah. it is there. It, you need to have the whole, you know, architecture 
then in place and the right infrastructure, including financial services. In fact, that's going to be my, my next question. What exactly is the next step? Because, I mean, we can talk about it and we can say it would be extremely interesting mm-hmm. um, and uh, it, there's a real opportunity there as part of Malta's financial services strategy. However, where does the ball lie at the moment? What is the next step? I think at the moment, in my opinion, we need to really engage with the right stakeholders here including governments, organizations that are already involved in the maritime industry, even professional service providers, financial services such as, for example, banks as well, and insurance companies will play... Insurance companies as well, yes, using their... Play a very important ro- um, role here, because in the end, projects would also be assessed according to their risk, and insurance companies manage risks. So we need to have them on board and also providing, you know, the right project, the right products to incentivize these investors to take on these projects. So to continue with these projects. And um, once we establish, you know, sort of um, this working group or um, uh, task force, then I think we would be in a better position to come up with a product. Because in the end, it is not something that someone alone can do. And if you look at other jurisdictions, how they succeeded in other areas of sustainable finance, you need to engage with stakeholders. And this is one of the fundamental principles that we mention uh, when we mention ESG. So this is the case at the moment. But we know that the potential is there. So this time you cannot say that's because we don't have land, enough land for these projects to take place because here we're talking about oceans and you have quite, <laughs> we're surrounded by oceans. So uh, in my view, uh, the blue economy and um, uh, the potential there is quite huge for uh, Malta. Well, it sounds as though Malta ticks all the boxes, so to speak. So, Gabriela, thank you very much for discussing the blue economy with us. And I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more about sustainable ocean finance in the future. Thank you. That's all for today. Subscribe now to the FinTalks and follow Finance Malta on all social media platforms to stay updated with all our activities. Till the next podcast.